Welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Mad Trash Collective. I am seeing Conrad this week. He is celebrating his uh, anniversary with Zoe. Congratulations to Conrad. I know he's eagerly awaiting this pod. Um, stepping in in his place is Riley Metcalf. Riley, welcome. Welcome in. Yeah, you know, it's great to be back. Uh, last year, obviously, I guest hosted for each of you at different times, so uh, not surprised that <laughs> uh, when, the ch- when the chips were down, I was once again called into action, so uh, happy to be here. All right, this is the first pod we've done with us two since, or with just two people since uh, the very first week. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're normally, we bring on the guests, they normally, we, always, always fun. I always, I, I, th- I think the guest was our best addition. Yeah, you know, it's nice to hear from everyone in the league. Uh, I know we had some cowards this week, specifically Telford. Who, yeah, uh, cowards. Who would not show up and face the music. Bad, um, bad, bad, bad play, Telford. But he did offer to be on this one. So, it will either be Joe Russell or Telly next week. Hmm. But, but we'll be looking. All right, um, let's get into it. So normally Conrad's the guy leading the show here, so uh, now it's my turn. Um, Riley, who who we got up first? Yeah, well, we'll just start with mine. I mean, I'm kind of the guest this week. We usually start with the guest, I think, so uh, we can go first. Um, real gritty performance this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't lie. I came in, saw I had uh, the Torty team and thought, you know, this could be an easy dub. Uh, it was anything but. It was uh, heart-wrenching. I had to annoy Conrad to try to change the score uh, because I was annoyed by uh, the Daniel Carlson's uh, over-inflation on points. Um, but overall, win's a win. And, um, you know, so many times I've been on the uh, end of these matchups where I would have beat other teams, but I played a good team. And uh, it's just nice to win one regardless of the margin here. Uh, especially because, you know, no one really went crazy. It was nice to get Saquon back. I'm excited about that. Um, that Thielen just continues to, to be a stud. Uh, he's like a top 10 receiver that I got in like round nine. So, uh, probably my best pick just value wise in the draft. And, uh, we're looking to, we're looking to just keep it rolling, you know, just keep winning. Yeah. Your team's, your team's great. I really, I really like it. I really, Adam Thielen was a great pick. Um, only injury there is, or only concern there is injury, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm not deep, but, uh. You know, as as you guys mentioned on the pod, which was was correct, uh, this is a year where I'm just pushing all my all my chips in the middle and trying to do something special. So uh, I'm not playing to not lose. I'm playing to win. Playing riskier than I have in the past. Um, and as you said on the pod, uh, you know, you said that I have a tendency to screw things up. So. I that was not the quote. Well, we that can you can go back quote. and check the transcripts. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said. <laughs> but uh, this we're attempting to not do that this year with any foolish trades. So. Uh, I think my roster is pretty set, uh, you know, unless someone has 
you know, wants to hit me up with some enticing offer, I don't think I'll be proposing many more trades this year. I like where I'm at with it. So Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, and I do agree with you where it's like, I've made the trade that I, uh, whether the people like it or not did work out for me. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm chilling with that. Uh, this is in reference to the Justin Jefferson trade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, uh, a lot of people are settling. We'll actually, we'll, we'll get to it when we cover that matchup with at least one of them, but man, oh man, that running back for running back trade. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. It's rare to see just a positional swap because clearly it's not like a filling a, a roster yeah, gap like, on your team. I think your guy is better than mine, I think, and you just swap. I yeah, guess. I, I would always be wary of a trade like that because um, I feel like somehow they know something I don't and I might be getting screwed over because on the surface you're like, well, sure, why would I just give you my running back for your running back? So I don't know. That will be an interesting one to see play out. I don't love Brian Robinson. I just he's think, not like that good. He's a decent player. It's he's one of those guys that I think is a better player than a fantasy player. I think the opposite. Honestly, really, I think he's I think he's kind of slow. Well, he did get shot in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the circumstances are the circumstances, right? True. Um, and it, the thing with acquiring any Bengal, as as I know, having traded for Chase, is it's one of those deals where they had a horrendous start, but you, you can only expect them to get better. The back-to-back AFC on, title games, I mean, they're clearly a good team. So You're wanting, yeah, you're betting on Burrow. You're betting on, like, regressing to the mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we can talk about Tordy real quick, though. This is this was the matchup with Tordy. I mean, yeah. here's the thing, Tordy. Uh, you did deserve to win this week. Logan Thomas with .7 and DeAndre Hopkins with 2.5, and you still only lost by two points. Like, if any of those guys have just a salvageable game you win this matchup so you can't be feeling too bad about how your team played you actually jack this is a funny thing for you because tordy had exactly 100 points yeah. even no decimals i mean yeah, you have fast. to just be salivating I'm, over that kind of a performance. I'm, I'm into it i'm really into it uh <laughs> i think it's i think it's a great great showing from sam even though he will fall to two and four yeah joining me um yeah, I mean, if you're Tordy, you kind of you keep on trucking because if he falls to the worst record in the league, he's like definitely gonna be in the sacko just because of that forty point. Yeah, uh, he doesn't have a lot of points scored, um, but yeah. thankfully for him, you and Conrad are having historic blunders of a season. Me, so. I'm chilling. I'm uh, okay. I'm on the uptick. All right. I'm on the uptick. All right, sure, sure. In my other league, I went on. I started zero and three, and I went on a three game one. Are, are we discussing your other league on I'm this giving, league's podcast? I'm just podcast? giving like a little fun tidbit. Wow, um, Frankie is just shaking his head right he's now. He's always talking about his double kicker league. <laughs> well, Frankie's kicker actually. The last thing on my matchup, I really had to channel my inner Frankie with this matchup because it really was a duel of the kickers with that Carlson over points thing, and then my kicker barely scraping out the dub when I needed him to just get like two points. So. I really felt like Frankie rooting hard for my kicker this week, so that was a fun thing to do. Yeah, uh, you know, Tori, you just gotta, just gotta keep going. Your team's in a better spot than it was a couple weeks ago. I still think the trade we made was good for uh, Sam. For your need, roster. Sam needed to make that trade. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. definitely make that trade if honestly, if I'm either of you. Um, yeah, definitely situational, but yeah. we can we can keep it moving. Uh, the next the next matchup I'm seeing here is. Uh, the LQ Longboys yep. versus Waco's finest. Uh, Joe Russell. Uh, what is he? Six and zero. How many games he played? Six. Six and zero. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
Man's really? Going, man's going on a tear. For being the least active Discord group chat member, uh, Joey, we miss you. Say something every now and then so we know you're alive. Uh, you've, uh, you've put together quite a run here, and uh, it's flowers, hard to find. Yeah. Flowers to Joe, for sure. Um, yeah. If Justin Jefferson comes out healthy... Because, honestly, they could just shut them down, depending on... That is Vikings true. Game. The Vikings do kind of suck. Um, but, you know, who knows? Uh, and then having Cooper come back is also fantastic. If those two can come out, that's, I mean, that's an unprecedented wide receiver, one, two, one and two. But. Yeah. I, I mean, DJ Moore, obviously, you can never expect 45 points, but just even in general, I think last week was a bit of a fluke, just because the Bears are such a bad They're team. Bad. Plus, Fields is going to be out for a while, and that takes away a lot of the upside. Yeah, but, you know, the Cup-Jefferson model is great. The, the RBs are thin, I won't lie. Um, we got Hurts. But yeah. you got Jalen Hurts, and he has so many touchdowns with, with the, the push. So Yeah. So that's good. Um, the, the flex is lacking. Yeah, I the mean, I, I, I got to be honest, I didn't understand the Jalen Warren thing. Um, not that like he's a, a bad player. It's like a tape thing. Yeah, he, a snap count. Look, thing. in a vacuum, he's a guy you should acquire because I think he's a better running back than Najee Harris. Like Najee is so so bad. Shout out Will Frankie. But uh, with that team, uh, with Matt Canada just dialing up nonsense every week, and that offense being anemic, I and just how bad their coaching has been, I think they're going to keep rolling with Najee despite it being wrong thing like i'll tell you this a little behind the music here uh one of my my pledge brothers great friend of mine is a pittsburgh steelers diehard he's from pittsburgh for some reason he texts me every sunday about the game as if i really care or was watching closely um and he's just he, he hates Najee. all he does is run slow he hates the play calling so uh i wouldn't want to be too heavily leveraged in the steelers offense but you're not i mean ward is on your bench so whatever yeah uh I, I think you keep it rocking if you're Frankie. I, uh, well, Frankie's not playing not this Frankie, matchup. Uh, 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 <laughs> I was thinking about Frankie when you were talking about that. Um, True. How can you not? The boy was two days late on a chug. Yeah, it wasn't a very blue-collar move. Yeah, Most no. blue-collar guys are chugging beers on the job while speaking driving. Of, I mean, Speaking of our, tr- our antithetical blue-collar uh, to the blue-collar Will Frankie, LQ Longboys. Mr. Mr. Yeah. Los Angeles, Mr. Big City. Yeah. Man, oh man, what a week for Adam Kistler. I, uh, you know, seeing his boys get blown out by the sexiest man alive, um, Sam Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that was an uncalled for shot. Uh, USC, we always knew they had some defensive issues, <laughs> and they don't play cold water, uh, cold weather ball. They're more of a, a southern sunny yeah. Cal team. So. Caleb Williams will not be the first player to get two Heismans. Uh, no, he won't. But he was never going to do it anyway. My Michael Penix ticket, shout out Indiana legend, looks, Michael Penix, is, is looking great. It I think he's now at negative odds, so that's a, a huge Yeah, huge he's, been, he's been balling out. Uh, but uh, Adam's team is just... It's shit. We, we went over this weeks ago, but when you lose Chubb, the whole team just kind of goes into a disarray. Yeah, I mean... I think the number one rating had us kind of overrating Calvin Ridley and T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. But Nico stepped up. And then, like, yeah. Josh Allen is always going to be that guy. But, uh, yeah, these running backs, man. 
Yeah, and you saw like the epitome of George Kittle in the last two weeks. Three oh, touchdowns oh, last yeah. week. This week, one catch for one yard. I mean, an unreal stat line. So that's anyone on the San Francisco team. Yeah. Except for McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah, it's a lot of feaster famine out in San Francisco. Because McCaffrey and then like Ayuk being the number I know he's not the uh, culture guy in the locker room. Yeah. That he's was not he's not the most respected in the locker an room. An unreal take from Conrad. According to Conrad Mohegan. Questioning the, the character of my boys. Um yeah, but he is probably the better receiver at this point. Um Yeah. Uh just yeah. with I mean Debo with an injury, shocker. It's yeah. It, I think he'll be fine now. But yeah, but he's a speed guy, you know. Well, he's, he's, a he's tough, also he's, a character guy, so you can't. Really that know. is true. <laughs> Just having him on the sideline. I mean, he won't get you any points, but you know. No, but he he's a culture guy. He's he's great in Conrad's locker room as he is good in the <laughs> San Fran locker room. So. Yeah, it's uh. So that's huge. Uh, my final note on on this Kistler team is, for better or for worse, his defense was his highest scorer this week. Yeah. Um. So great that's, defensive pickup. I actually tried to trade for the Chiefs a real defense. Like sickos one. That's like, an Iowa game. That's oh, an yeah. Iowa game. Adam's just gonna have to play Iowa ball. <laughs> I I tried to trade for the Chiefs defense from Adam a couple weeks ago, and his response was that the Chiefs defense is kind of like the biggest blue chip thing he's got on his roster oh, right now. Yeah. So oh, so he can't time. afford to part with them, which I understand. I mean, look at this week. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. This team is. Uh, not that fantastic. Some things are probably going to have to happen, but I don't see Adam. Yeah. Uh, and Kistler knows a Bruin form as, uh, of course. as our boy Diego Pavia just scored a touchdown uh, for New Mexico State. Jerry kills boys if you didn't yeah. see my pick. Speaking uh, of sick- I know Adam's riding because he always rides. He's diehard, so... Speaking of sickos, yeah, we're watching some Wednesday Night College. You football. have to. This is New Mexico <laughs> State. They're a wagon. You got a guy wearing a vest and a hat. Oh, yeah. That's, that's nice. Go Aggies, baby. Speaking of vest and a hat, I'm seeing uh, Declan Shea up next <laughs> versus the Brookside Bowburners. An all-time rivalry week matchup. You cannot have rivalry week in this league without a Declan Dawson one. Yeah, I mean, they're the two most uh, corrupt, under-the-table dealing type of players in the league, so it's always fun to see them try to out-cheat each other, you know. I'm sure there were some drones flying over boat burner practice this week. I'm sure the Hungry Dog had some deflated balls, so, uh, you know, definitely an electric matchup for sure. So, if I remember correctly, this game ended with Stefan Diggs on Sunday night. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they had any other players. I don't have all the analytics on that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Stephon Dix, he just gets targets, man. Yeah, he needed him to go, like, around 7, he got 15. Um, he's a great pick. Stephon Diggs was, has been absolutely fantastic. Zay Flowers got in the end zone for Dawson. Pacheco is probably looking like our best offensive player, not named Kelsey or Mahomes. Um, yeah, he, he's a dog. We're all big Pacheco guys. Oh, I love Pacheco. Oh yeah, Josh Jacobs. Um, Riley, you got a great saying. It's just three yards in a cloud of dust with him. But yeah, he can grind his way. The thing is, they're not gonna not give him the touches. Oh know? yeah, he'll, he'll get the touches. He'll they get, he'll, he'll get fifteen and like the receiving downs, but yeah, he they don't have another back, so he gets all the touches. They just they don't have a great O line. They don't have a very explosive offense. He doesn't have crazy bursts. He is more of a power back anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, but he showed some signs this week. Um, so 
I mean, I, he's a perfect... So many teams this year have... It's a perfect example of why running backs shouldn't get paid, you know? Dalvin Cook, ass this year. Josh Jacobs, ass this year. Saquon Hurt, again. Um, yeah, I mean, he's back and better than ever, but that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only running back that should be paid is Christian Caffrey, in my opinion. I think he's unholy good. He's the best guy with the ball in his hands. Yeah, I, he's he's an absolute weapon. Because he does both. I mean, that's the thing that all these uh, you know guys who are trying to defend and not paying running backs are saying. They're like, you just got to do both because they're not going to pay for just running. And McCaffrey does the receiving stuff, too. So I, I get that one a little bit. Um, I, I, I just... You got to be able to catch the ball. Yeah, as I look at Dawson's team here, just holistically though, I just I see a Stephon Diggs team with not a lot else. I just I think Zay Flowers could be good. Um, I don't think he'll be the wide receiver one out of his rookie class this year. I still think Puka is going to have the edge on him just because. Well, he had a huge head start. Oh yeah. Plus, uh, Kyron Williams is going to be out. I think if Kyron Williams is stealing the Puka targets more than a. Cooper Cup stealing the Puka targets, mm. but that's just me. That's just me. And a uh, great kicker as well, Dawson. Great kicker. Yeah, no, he had a kicker right. uh, master class this week, which yeah. really lifted him over the hungry dog. I mean, if Harrison Bucker has a good but not great game with 10 points, like, Dawson, or Declan wins this. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the kicker life we live in, guys. True. We don't need to have these kickers. I will continue to push this narrative. True. I mean, I... The thing, the last thought I have here on the boat burners, though, is as Dawson said when he was on the pod, he's just going to keep winning because he plays great defense and teams can't score points against him. I don't know yeah, what it is, but Dawson's, he's Dawson's just, been getting some good luck this he's year. He's the matchup king, which uh, I don't think will help in the playoffs when you like, are just playing the good teams, but he'll certainly get there. 100%. Yeah. I can't agree more. I can't agree more. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Declan's team, are we are we feeling the fire or is, are we? Are well, we, what are we, listen, what are we feeling? Uh, I have D Shay this week. The the hate has already started. We had some nice uh, banter in the text uh, yesterday and this morning. Um, you know, his boys are trash. He thinks my boys are trash. His, what a his, cold take his that is. Bell cow David Montgomery went down. Yeah, my opportunity going down. That also is one of the reasons he lost this matchup. David only had two point eight because he got hurt early. Um, that's tough. The rest of his guys had like very decent games. Yeah, like yeah. that went. If David Montgomery doesn't go down, he probably wins against most teams this week. Mm-hmm. And it is good to see, uh, you know, that Kyle Pitts is finally becoming Kyle Pitts. Who knows how long this will last? Hopefully, for Declan's sake, uh, not this <laughs> immediate week, but then following all the rest of the weeks. But um, is Kyle Pitts bad? Kyle Pitts is good. The Falcons just do not. Run is it, is good it offense. I'm kind of on team. It's Kyle Pitts at this point. I well, here's the deal. Kyle Pitts, since he's been there, has had like Desmond Ritter as his quarterback. Before that, it was Mariota, who is also terrible. And he may have even been there. With, he he may have been there for the tail end of Matty Ice. And look, I've watched way more Falcons than I ever thought I would because my roommate was a big Falcons fan in college. Um, Matt Ryan at the end. Was <laughs> he was a, he had great career that MVP year he was an he's outstanding making, player he's probably making the Hall of Fame oh yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that uh, should have won that Super Bowl but um, you know the end was the end for Matt Ryan was real ugly he was like just one of those quarterbacks and who for got Julio too yeah that's tough 
Julio, who's back with the week? He's yeah, back. Back with the Eagles. Who is going to drink four vodka tonics <laughs> and pick up Julio and drop their third defense? Who's going who's gonna to be that guy? Yeah, it won't be me, but um, <laughs> someone else could. I don't know. The, the thing with Declan's team, though, um, beyond a hurt mop opportunity here, is uh, he's just going to be in that conundrum every week of is he starting Moss or is he starting Taylor? I think uh, general convention would say you just start – uh, you know, Taylor going forward because he's just going to get more carries the more he gets back into the game shape and back into the flow. But once again, Moss outscored him this week. Um, so that's going to be kind of a, a tough one. And then also these receivers, I mean, Amari Cooper's good and he didn't start him this week, but I don't know, man. Christian Kirk and Jordan Addison, they had good weeks, but those are both, they both scored touchdowns. So uh, I just, it's we'll not see. very deep. It's not very deep. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the Zach Moss backfield, I'm I'm on the other train. I feel like you just start him until he proves he can't do it. Really? I mean, really? it's like, and you monitor the target, or the snap counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, I just feel like if you do that, and again, this could be the opposite if you start just starting Taylor, but if you just ride Moss until the wheels fall off, you're going to have the week where Moss is irrelevant and Taylor's got 25 on your bench, in well, my opinion. Well, Riley... I'm riding the hot hand. Mm. I'm riding the hot hand. Fair enough. I'm 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 keeping it rocking. That's why David Montgomery was Fair enough. so good. I'd love to see Rasheed Rice get a start from Declan. I think he's going to be the Chiefs. I think he's going to be the Chiefs WR one now. He's the only guy who's not one of these little gadgets. Like, we just trade for Harden again. Oh. I just can't with these. <laughs> I just can't with these gadget guys. In the band we, can we just once get like a six two? receiver who just sits down in zone and catches the ball. We have like Rasheed Rice. Uh, Travis Kelsey, and then like four Braxton Barrios. Like that's what that's what we got. Four punt returners. Yeah, like, I, and awesome. Then, do, if, awesome. When if he comes back, Richie James, we're gonna have the shortest <laughs> receiver core in the league by like three inches. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that's. I mean, you and me, we've both been preaching it for a while. We need this jump ball guy. Yeah, like, you gotta have. We one. need a Pickens. You gotta we have a guy. Pickens. We could have. You gotta have a guy who's not Kelsey. Who at the end of the game, it's third and twelve. You can throw a jump ball to. We don't have what Sky Moore is gonna moss D- somebody. We could have DK or AJ Brown. Yeah, well, the, listen. My thoughts on us having DK are, are well documented. I would. I would have. I, I won't say it because Connor would find a defensive language, but I, I would do some things if we had drafted DK. <laughs> Yeah, we are a clean, family-friendly podcast, so all of, I guess, Conrad's family would listen to that. I don't think any of my family yeah. would listen to this. Well, um, I, my parents wouldn't uh, care, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I agree. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the next team. We got a boy who hasn't changed his icon in... Eight years, probably, and then we have a helmet team. Yeah, I was going to say, you can make fun of Will for having the go for all this time. Tommy still, or new Tommy, excuse me, still has the ESPN helmet. You cannot, so. you, we, we all should be computer savvy enough to have our own just, like, custom images. All right, you know? well, that wasn't very nice, because Jack did have to help me do mine for me, because I didn't really know what I was doing. You got, you were able to do the AI, I think the AI was the hardest. No, I, I couldn't <laughs> figure out how to upload the AI image into ESPN, because it wanted, like, an image link from a website, and I don't know. I had to get texted. You got to go to Injure, boys. Yeah. Uh, I can make a tutorial vid for some of y'all. Yeah. AI is the future, right? They have a little Tulane cat holding a beer. 
I need to yeah. I need to go to the one that has Bud Light in. I'm really Why don't you just take a picture of Ivy with a beer though? You have a cat. Yeah, but I like the two. Well, I guess she does have a little Tulane bandana. She's literally wearing the Tulane bandana. Yeah. Um. I might do a little photo shoot after this, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be fun. <laughs> All right. Well, enough logo talk. Uh, Will Tanky. Pulls it out in a uh, real... A real stinker. A real oh Iowa, God. Wisconsin uh, here. Yeah. Iowa, real quick, could go 11-1 and then run the table. And they'd still have to fire Brian Ferenc because they wouldn't <laughs> get his 25 points a game, which is electric. <laughs> and I saw actually this thing while we're talking about Iowa that was like, can you really justify firing him, though, if we've won all those games? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah you ugly. can. Look how ugly it's been. Like, imagine how many think games. Of, think of how it could have been. Yeah. Well, also, once they get to the Big Ten title game, you get absolutely smoked because they can't score a point. It's like, that's the problem. You can win all these games to get into that game, but you're never going to win a Big Ten championship I mean, how, game. How many times offense. have we seen these games of these just insanely talented football teams just turn into a shootout, you know, where it's like, hmm. goes to OT, Iowa can't do that. Yeah. They no, win by running the cooks. ball. Well, they also like to get pick sixes. That's kind of their best scoring play. Speaking of a man who wins by running the ball, <laughs> but for no longer, Christian McCaffrey on Will Tampy's team, mm. the, the anchor of it all, with disappointing performances from both Devontae... Well, Keenan Allen had a good game, but Darren Waller and his flex and Damian Pierce still pulled it out. You know, this was a bad week for NFL scoring, uh, for sure. Um, I think this. I mean, he had the he had the Tua and he had the uh, Keenan Allen and then he had the kicker. But besides that, it was yeah. a real slog to get past ninety. On the other hand, we have someone who had a real slog to get past. 80, Will Frankie. Um, mm. Jacksonville defense did good. Riley, I'm sure you're going to love this. The first kicker took score zero. Um, it is ironic. It is it, rather it, ironic it, 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 that Mr. A, kicker had the first zero-point kicker game. It's going to be one of the moments of the year to have, <laughs> have your kicker score zero points. I mean, I don't know how rare that is. You were somewhat close. Uh, yeah, but that was just because they weren't giving him kicks. This is because he missed them. I mean, Tyler Bass made two extra points and still had zero points. Yeah, so that's crazy. That's a tough that's beat. That's crazy. I mean, there's going to be some times where your kicker just is not going to be doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Typically, Tyler Bass is a great play, um, but not this a good week. kicker. Yeah, I... Frankie is looking real bad <laughs> after the after this week he got uh, he got like fully the conmo level of injury fuck this week having justin fields who has been mm-hmm. playing well the past couple weeks um and his stud waiver wire pickup arguably the best one of the year kyron williams multiple Both, weeks according to shefty Oh, yeah. Kyron, I don't think he's going to be put on IR. I don't think he is, because they put Ronnie Rivers on IR. Yeah, I think they're going to just kind of play it by ear. But then again, he's a running back in this league. A, a one injury can just mess you up so yeah. easily. Like, it's... You just... You don't, you don't love to see it. Um, he's going to be out for a little bit. Justin Fields, I think it was a hand thing... I well, Frankie's good on that, though, because he's been riding, like, four quarterbacks on his bench. So he's, he's plenty stocked. That is true. Gino's there. He's got 
He is a and the Howlavan. Yeah, there he's a as member well. of the Howlavan. Um, one of the rare Gabe Davis bad games recently. Uh, yeah. Gabe Davis has been electric. Evan Ingram, for someone who was like so reliant on, like the big games, and it was so boomer bust at his time in the Giants. Now he's like the quintessential just floor tight end. Oh, yeah. He's not going to get the touchdowns. They're most likely going to Etienne. Or, honestly, Calvin Ridley. Or Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Sneaky uh, Christian Kirk. Um, Like, the the touchdowns are going to be few and far between, but he's getting the work, you know? Oh, yeah. The biggest thing when he was with the Giants is he couldn't catch the ball. He He had so many drops all the time, which was hilarious to watch, but now he just catches the ball, and it's like, wow. He was always a great athlete. He could get open. He just would drop it. So. Yeah, he's great. I'd probably put him in my top eight tight ends in the league right now. Mm. I, I couldn't even think of a list of, of that many. but I'll, I mean, we can start. I would go Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, top three. Mm-hmm. Sam Laporta. I would say Sam Laporta has Hawk. definitely made up. I would say Hawk. Um, I, I mean, I'd put Ingram in that category. Probably Goddard and then Ingram. Yeah, Goddard, yeah. I'm thinking that's that's what I'm that's what I'm bad at. Uh, Chris Olave and AJ Brown continue to do well. Um, well, Chris Olave was kind of off and on because he's a little injured. AJ Brown looking to be a good first round pick after having yeah. a bad first two weeks. Would you take right now? So not like based on you had the first five weeks. Just right now, would you rather have Bijan or AJ Brown? Oh, Bijan Robinson. That's not even a question. You want Bijan? Bijan Robinson is if he wasn't on, unfortunately, Declan Seaman, which has a lot of other holes. Is it's a, a Lamborghini in the hood. You know? <laughs> like yeah. that's that's about what he's working with. Bijan is is a league winner. He's the kind of guy that that people passed on and they got picked up at eight, nine, ten in other leagues and it's going to win leagues. For I was I was huge on the Bijan train. No yeah. one else liked him. I was I. I'm always skeptical was, of rookies in general. Um, apparently, that's not a good thing to do in fantasy. Apparently, rookie running backs traditionally are pretty good if they're, like, top picks. But, oh, yeah. Because uh, they're going to run them into the ground. I mean, Jameer Gibbs is more of an outlier, honestly. Yeah, well, that's just... The lines are very strange. I, I saw this thing that was, like, if you traded the Lions' second-round picks for first-round picks, which was Branch and Laporta in the first, and then you took... Gibbs and that Campbell guy in the second, they would have had, like, the best draft in the thing. Oh, but for some yeah. reason, it worked out backwards that way, so... Oh, yeah. Brian Branch. Weirdly, my dad's really into Brian Branch because he saw him at the airport and he kept talking about him. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. My dad's like, a, he knows, like... Does he have his number? Does they text? No, no. <laughs> he just was really into the fact that he, like, took a bunch of pictures. I think he might have said hi. I can't confirm that, but... Yeah. <laughs> Brian Branch, known Mark's, uh, Mark Spencer supporter. I, mean, I told him. He was... I was like, he literally saw, like, Bijan and Jalen Carter, but for some reason he kept talking about Brian Branch. <laughs> well, I mean, Jalen Carter's got some character issues. Mark's, Mark's a good judge of character. Yeah. Bijan's cool, though. I like Bijan. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. Um, and then Mixon, now he's gone, trading for Brian Robinson. Yeah, uh, I don't love that Frankie, if I'm being honest. Yeah, if I'm, I still prefer, I think Mixon's the better back. Yeah. And I'm a big talent guy. I'm a big, I like, I like to see the talent. Yeah. You gotta pass the eye test, and we mm-hmm. we got some eye tests down the road that we we should discuss. Yeah. Um, Tyler Bass did not pass the eye test. All right, <laughs> let's go to the next one. Um, we're looking at the best team in the league, according to himself, <laughs> the annual combine champion Zachary Telford. 
versus everyone's favorite Italian pervert, Anthony Kammer and the Martin City Yamagula. Hey, that's anti-Italian discrimination right there. I think Telford is still a good team, but I think it's a lot of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, but I think he just got better swapping out Robinson for Mixon. Um, and you got James Conner on the IR, which I don't think that's season ending. So when you come back, those three at the backs with Evans and Hill, which I think Mike Evans is one of the sneakiest picks of the draft. Oh, yeah, I think that, that was a fantastic pick. So Any he's, of us, he's solid. I think this is going to be – we have a fun week between me and Telford. This is probably the hardest matchup I've had yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the hardest matchup and you're 2-4? and four? Yes. But that's not yes. a good sign. Well, we got to talk about my 100-point floor. Oh, no, nice. Um, <laughs> Dallas defense, uh, I never thought I would say this about a defense, but it really is feast or famine for these boys. They're well, getting like 20-plus, or they're getting like... They lost Trevon Diggs, which I know everyone makes those jokes about how T gets burnt, but that man is a turnover machine. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he takes, and he houses them. He houses them. He, and he if does. you look at the deep numbers, which I don't know the deep numbers, but I just saw this graphic on like Monday Night Football the other week. Or maybe this Monday, since his injury, like before his injury, they were like the number one defense. Since his injury, in like the three weeks or whatever, they're like the number I don't know eighteen defense. So you wouldn't think he'd make that big of a difference because he gives up yards. But it's fantastic. It, it's it's it's, fantastic. it's making a problem for him. I uh, no, I'm a I'm a Trevon Diggs guy, especially after this year. You know, seeing mm-hmm. just the difference between plus he's just it's rare to find a quarterback or a cornerback that's fun to watch. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, I, I can't blame him. I think it's I, – I think he plays an adequate – all these cornerbacks that, that, just, that just hang back and they let these guys catch balls in front of them. It's like, is that really helping your team win any more than gambling several times a game and maybe you get burned, but maybe you get a pick six? Like, He's a ball hog. It was the same with Marcus Peters back in the day, too. Yeah, exactly. That was, he was, it was, it's almost exactly the same. He would yeah, get burned yeah. all the time, but he would make big plays, so it works. I, I think the thing with Telford is – Eckler is just coming back from injury. He's only going to get better. You add Mixon, who I think is going to continue to get better this week or this year. I mean, so I, I like where he's going with that. Um, I do not understand still starting Kirk Cousins, and I, it's not just a this week thing because Goff outscored him by like fifteen. It still wouldn't have won his matchup, but Goff has been an outstanding quarterback all season long. The Lions' offense is awesome. All they do is put up points, even if they get in shootouts. All they do is put up points and win games. So they're electric. I would keep playing him, and Kirk has clearly struggled all year long, and you took away Jefferson, so... I, I mean, they played the Bears defense, and Kirk Cousins got seven points, so I... You gotta be rolling with Goff if I'm if I'm Telly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I think Goff is a great quarterback. It's a fun offense. The only issue is they do like to run, um... Mainly with David Montgomery in there. We're going to see if Jameer Gibbs plays this week. Yeah, but now that opportunities out who gets like 30 touches a game, Goff's going to have like 60 pass attempts because yeah. they refuse to give Gibbs the ball. What Sorry, I mean, Dawson. What I need Gibbs to do is get in on the passing game. That's how you That's how you win. That's how you make your money. Yeah, we'll see. The, I mean, so we didn't mention this when we talked about Dawson's team, but, uh, you know, th- this window here while opportunity is out and, uh, and Gibbs is technically the lead bell cow is going to be – we're gonna Very, see. we're gonna see if it's for real or if it really is just. A is huge it smoke bust. or is it fire? You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, but I test though. Jameer gives passes. You know? Yeah, it's like every time he touches the ball, he gets eight yards, but they give them to him like he's four fat, times. He's fast as hell. 
Yeah. No, yeah. I, I have him in my other league. I I understand the frustration. It's, yeah. it's annoying. Yeah. I uh, I mean, just back to that trade I did with uh, Dawson. That was a big, like, I don't even need to start Jameer Gibbs, so I'll just trot him out there. Oh, I forgot you have Gibbs now. I, I keep, I keep, sh- I I keep shouting him. Dawson out, but I forgot he got out of the Gibbs business. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm back in. All right, well, um, never mind, Dawson. And he's getting a start this week. Yeah. Probably. If... Uh, probably play him over Devontae. I need to see some more from Devontae. Devontae Smith? Yeah. Yeah, uh, what is going on with that? Well, I guess let's... Yeah, I guess we can move he, on. He let's, was... I mean, he in theory, on paper, he's like the best wide receiver two in football. Not like in fantasy, but just in the real NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's like been a no-show all year long. I, I mean, the Eagles as a whole have been weird this year. Like, they've run it a lot more with Swift, which I've benefited from, but... They are not throwing the ball very much. AJ Brown's had a few big games, but Goddard's kind of been a no-show. Smith's been a no-show. They're not scoring as much as they used to. Like, I don't really understand what's going on with the Eagles. Uh, yeah, we could definitely talk about that uh, a little bit down the line with my team versus Conrad's. Um, real quick, we can cover Anthony Cammer, good old boy. Tiny highest baloney. Highest scoring dog. dog in the week. This this week, yeah, lot from Amon Ra, great, great, great. That's game. what he does, bro. He's a the sun god. A lot from his kicker, four field goals, four for four. Could be the NFC special teams player of the week. I can mm. definitely see Brett Maher getting mm. that. Is that something you pay attention to? Uh, you, from time to time, are you like routinely looking at who won special teams player of the it week? It just comes up on Twitter if a Chiefs player mm. wins it. Sometimes, eh, all right. <laughs> uh, I, I don't seek it out. But okay, huh? I you do. don't got alerts for it. But sometimes it's in the little player descriptions. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, great game from his kicker. Yeah, I love to see a great game from his two running backs. Both were able to fu- get in the end zone. Fantastic game from C.D. Lamb getting over uh, 15 points Bro, without a touchdown. C.D. was open all night. If you watch that game, they just like so weren't bad. even covering them. Yeah, we'll we'll get. We'll, uh, the Monday night game will get discussed yeah. Yeah, very, was... very shortly. Um, and then, you know, Chris Godwin put it up like about what you expect from Chris Godwin. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Any, any thoughts on the Gabagools moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I, I like this team because um, Brees is finally playing again and they've stopped the snap count BS, which is helpful. That's fair. It actually is funny that like, they, there was a video that came out like two weeks ago of Sala being like, yeah, the snap count's gone for Brees. And we were like, oh, you just said it out loud. We were all wondering why he wasn't playing. You just actually had him on account. So that's interesting. So Brees is unlocked. He's a great player. He's yeah. fantastic. Dalvin I, is cooked. Yeah, uh, he's Dalvin Cook is. I love him on Raw. I wanted to draft him, but I didn't, I didn't have an opportunity. He's just a great player with a great name. Um, and I love that his dad used to be Mr. Olympia. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, dad's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's how you know he's also crazy. And he's, yeah. he's, he's a winner. And the, the Derrick Henry thing, another good week this week from him. Hopefully it continues Could get for... traded. Yeah, the trade. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, the, uh, the trade actually, you know, I know he's had all the success with the Titans and Vrabel loves to run it and all that. I honestly think if he gets traded, that's better for Cameron. Unless he goes to a team that's like just low. Like if for some reason the Eagles traded for him, which they wouldn't. because Oh, that would good. be so good. Or, or something like that. Like that would be dumb. But like if he gets on another contender where they actually have a good team and a good line and can throw the ball so they can't just stack the box with 10 guys every time. I mean, the, the Titans can't throw it at all. Derrick Henry's doing this against, like, eight-man fronts every down. Who so. do you think trades for Derrick Henry? I can see the Bills. 
I could definitely see the Bills. I, could, I think the Bills would be fantastic if they traded for Derrick Henry. I think they could do it. Um, mm-hmm. Draft capital. They're going to be in the playoffs. It's going to be a lower pick. Regardless, yeah. I, I'd probably give up a second or a third for Derrick Henry if I'm the Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I saw someone saying the, the Cowboys. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they like Pollard enough that so they're not going to do that. The, I like Pollard in the compliment role. I think he works better with 10 to 12 touches in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, but he's... he's he played well the other night. I don't know. Their, their line, the thing with Dallas is like the last decade of our lives, they've had a dominant line. I mean, you saw DeMarco Murray was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But this, this year, it hasn't been quite the same. So. Then we get Bell Cow Tajay, right? <laughs> He's not a Bell Cow, though. Tajay becomes Tajay is the a exact, top 10 play every week. He's the exact kind of guy who you want to be the compliment because he's not big. I love Tajay. He's electric. But he's not big enough to take 25 carries a game. He's going to get smoked. We'll see. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. We'll, we'll have to see. Wow, what a play by New Mexico State. Listen, the Aggies are a They're wagon. Just, oh, a flag? No. Uh, okay. I was hoping they would convert that third and 21. In Jerry Kill, we trust. That's facts. Um, yeah, but I think you're chilling if you're Cam. Uh, yeah. This is definitely looking like... A potential outcome every week. I don't think any... Well, except for this week. He's on by me gathering, which oh, yeah, is tough. Screwed. But uh, we were discussing this the other day, actually. Kind of a would you rather. I almost feel like I would rather have one week where like just all my guys are out. And I just go, yeah, it's a loss. But then every other week I'm competitive. Versus being in a situation where every week like two players are on by. And you're just constantly mixing and matching. Yeah. And never at your ceiling. I almost feel like you'd rather have by me getting. So. so I look at... I, when I draft, I don't look at buys. No, if you look at buys, you're a nerd. Yeah, you, you cannot be looking at buys. First of all, a lot of players get injured. A lot of them become oh, yeah. droppable. Oh, yeah. A lot also get traded. Um, you can trade a lot of players before buys have even occurred, you know? Yeah. The only thing that I look for now, schedule-wise, I mean, obviously I pay attention to buys, but I'm not, like, trading for a guy with a buy. I mean, it's nice to get someone who's already passed their buy. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely look for that sometimes and use it as leverage either way. In my trade talks, um, I also look at playoff schedule. Do you look at playoff schedule? Uh, not really. Um, because I, I try to set my team up in a position where I just have good players. And it's kind of one of those, you're not worrying about matchups type of deal. I think you can find value. Value. I think you can find value there. Hidden value, Riley, is mm. playoff schedule. Hot tip from Jack Spencer. Well, um, you would know how to win in the playoffs. So. Hey, uh, getting at least to the finals is <laughs> fun, I guess. Uh, my mom gave me shit about it. The, you're, you're the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. That's true. That's true. My your, mom, your mom knows about your, your shortcomings? Yeah. She, well, because she was there when I lost to Najee. Oh, no. Well, yeah. Yeah, they did ask um, about and then, yeah, we were talking about it the other day, because I was like, yeah, I gotta get home and record the pod. And then, uh, we didn't record that night. Mm. And she was like, are you, is this, are you, like, really into this? And I was like, yeah, but I've lost four times. <laughs> and, then was, and, and then she kept bugging me about it. Great, great parents. Great, great parents. I love my mom and my dad. Um, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> let's go to the final matchup. Where I showed Conrad who's his daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Conrad had the most... He was about six inches away. 
Oh man! From having the most Conrad victory of all time, mm-hmm. that play I think I'm referring to the Tony Pollard missed. Uh, it would have been a twenty yard reception touchdown. Oh, oh my! And it was up. It was in there for so long, the air, and uh, I didn't know how to deal with myself. I, oh yeah, you. If you guys yeah. uh, just want a little behind the scenes here, because I watched this game with my roommate Jack Spencer. Oh. Um, he was walking on nails all night long. I mean, the amount of times he just like reached out and grabbed me with like was like oh oh. Just about every big play with Pollard was uh, was quite something to see. Um, I, I, I thought he was about to have a heart attack if they caught that ball. Bro, I would have. I I don't even know how I would have reacted. I mean, I'm definitely punching. At least a pillow or something. I was going to say, if you punch a wall, Jack, we got an issue. I'm not punching walls. I don't want to break <laughs> anything. Um, but yeah, my boys pulled it out. Again, hitting my 100-point floor for the uh, fifth week in a row. Um, Chairman Mo not hitting the 100-point floor, and that looked mm. what to be a difference. You hate to in see the it. Game. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I would have lost to Dawson Irby. If we were playing this week because of the late game Herbert interception, that would have put me two points below. Didn't happen though. Wasn't playing him, and I beat Conrad. Um, the boys performed adequately. I'm looking to get more work for Puka now that Kyron's out. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson, I like the target share. He's getting eight. He caught six. Uh, I think he. Had, I think he was a good red zone target. That's why I like Hawk compared to uh, Dallas Goddard. Minnesota defense was fun, or Miami defense was fun. Um, Marquise Brown and Puka didn't do much. Uh, and Herbert probably had, like, one of his worst games of the year. Yeah. Oh, and my running backs are electric. Yeah, I mean, the, the Walker at the end pairing is, uh, is very good. If you were saying I had the worst running backs in the league at the beginning of the year, mm. with Walker and Pacheco. Now, well, I, imagine I, starting Walker and Pacheco this week. You, you think yeah. he's doing pretty good. I... I, I just wasn't sure how healthy Walker was. And admittedly, this is something that I probably could have found out if I just did, like, two minutes of research. But in my head, I was like, oh, he's going to be out for, like, the first four weeks with his injury. <laughs> it turns out he's played all of the games. So. Yeah, he, uh, I think the most the snap share has gotten down to with him and Sharps was, like, a 60-40. Mm-hmm. But last week, it was, like, 80-20. Yeah. I checked it, uh, like, Tuesday or Monday. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, bell cow, great player. Um, If you've been watching any of the Seahawks games, he is one of the most electric running backs on the field right now, in my opinion. The man can just absolutely destroy someone with a juke in the open field. Etienne is also just another bona fide bell cow. He gets... All the work. He's essentially guaranteed 20 touches a game. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not get off in passing situations. Yeah, he's just a great player. I love my love my running backs. I'm going to need to see a little bit more out of my wide receivers. You, I mean, It's got to be Devontae Smith. I know we were talking about it before. Devontae has got to step up. Garrett Wilson being like a good floor player just because of the t- amount of targets he gets is always nice. Um, it's going to need to be touchdowns. Greg Zerline has been absolutely feasting because this Jets team has just refused to score in the end zone the past couple weeks. Well, that's Zach Wilson. I mean. Yeah, he... 
he's so frustrating because it's like he loves to get sacked. It's his favorite thing in the world is taking sacks. Yeah. Um, hard to watch. I'm always not super excited when Zach Wilson's on the field because, but Garrett Wilson's try, does his best. He's always jumping in the air and stuff. I don't know. I'm excited for my team. I think I like it moving forward. I got two important players past their buys. Um, yeah. I don't know. What you, any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I got a few. Um, I agree. You got great running backs. Um, Herbert's always going to put up numbers. I think getting Hawk was big for you. Um, your receivers, I just feel like, are a lot of question marks. And by question marks, I don't mean they're bad players or they're bad fantasy players. Like, in any, given, like they... in any given week, I could see you having, you know, a 20-point Garrett Wilson game with a 15-point Poopy game. And then, you know, you've got mix and match between Smith, Brown, and even sneaky play down here with Jameson Williams, who I think is going to start playing a lot. And Gibbs. I can throw Gibbs in the flex, too. Yeah, so, I mean, you have definitely players. The, the biggest thing for you is picking um, the right one, picking the right one yeah. which this is something uh, that someone yeah. said about my team, I think, earlier this year. Is like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. It's like, you know, making sure you start the right combination each week. So That's um, facts. You, I'm, I'm leaving myself to – I mean, it's nice for depth – on like a bye week like this where I can essentially still have like a full starting line lineup yeah. where as some guys are starting two bears running backs. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Um, so again, I'm, I'm big on depth this year. It's one of the things you are I'm big on depth. depth. I would say though, and I guess this is something I did. So maybe I'm biased, but I would almost look at maybe packaging some of this depth for a better receiver. Like he, you could find a team who has a stud but no depth that you could get some uh, maybe you know William Smith and and Puka to get just like a stud, you know or or whatever combination of the uh, you you work out with whoever. But oh, I probably wouldn't give up that much. They could, I could give up like Wilson and like Smith. That that'd be about what I'd work with. But I'm um, probably not giving up. Well, we don't have to discuss hypothetical trades. Well, I'm just I'm saying what I'm kind of working with. Yeah, just no, I, my 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 take on the whole thing. No, I, I brought it up. I get. It. I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, you know, I I could see. In my opinion, there's no reason to have two buys. two startable receivers on your bench. At buys, the Riley. Buys. Yeah. Well, you know, play to win, not to not lose. That is playing to win. Well, you're you've been playing to lose a lot this year. That's <laughs> I am doing great, Riley. I've been doing great. Speaking of someone who has been playing to lose, though, yeah, Conrad has both. Had... Well, before we get into this, um, have we checked Conrad's like actual calendar, or is he just ducking you because he lost the Pod Bowl? Do we know? I have no idea. Um, I promised Conrad I wouldn't be too mean. I'm hoping I don't break that promise, but uh, yeah, this was. A huge, huge dub for me. Um, last week we discussed the difference between being one and five and being two and four. Two and four, you're kind of in it. I mean, Riley and I are only separated by two games. Yeah, that can, I that mean, can change a lot. One and five, that's a three game out yeah. of it, you know, yeah, compared it's... to the playoffs. That's with just probably the most injured team I've ever seen. Yeah, um, it, yeah it, it's, which it's I mean, he drafted Debo. I told him that when he drafted him, I was like, I told him too many mouths, and he loves getting injured. I would not have used a third round pick on Debo. 
fine trade. He bet a lot on the Cowboys uh, offense. Those guys got him 38 points. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that at all either. Uh, I was shitting bricks. I don't know. It, uh, them getting 38 points was uh, ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what you do if you're Connor here. Everyone's getting banged up. DK is, like, out for an entire quarter every game before he comes back to cheers from the <laughs> Seattle 12s. Um, Listen, DK just has to take a shit a lot, okay? He's just going to the locker room to take a poop, and then he'll be back. Do you? He eats a lot of candy. I don't know if you've ever looked at what DK's <laughs> diet is. He's announced this a little bit. He eats, like, five candy bars a day or something. And That's still, awesome. And still looks like that. It's completely unfair. That's awesome. I, I love... I yeah, love he that. got that, like, Chad Ochocinco diet where he just eats, like, McDonald's and candy and still looks like a goddess. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Richardson's gone, which is sucks. I think he was looking as, like, a not necessarily a clear offensive rookie of the year, but he would have been in it had he played the entire year. Um, Conrad did also trade for probably the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, if he can keep it up. But then again, he could get injured in like two weeks and then it's all Well, but so could anyone. So what's yeah, the point? Yeah, it's like, um, I'm feeling Stroud. I think he has a great uh, floor every week. He's been throwing the ball so much. I mean, they, Yeah, they, they don't run the ball at all. In yeah, they, they have complete trust. I think they're really just trying to get him as many reps as possible. Um, he's been fantastic. He... This is not, I don't think it's like a rookie just kind of outperforming their expectations, like a Mac Jones or something. I think he's like actually pretty good. No, CJ's going to be, and I'm sure some of you real uh, league heads who, uh, you know, follow the NFL closely saw some of the stuff that happened with the Panthers last week where uh, turns out the Panthers wanted Stroud because as we've clearly seen, he's the better (laughs) player. And uh, the owner got his little hands in their business and made them draft Bryce Young. So apparently it's because he was impressed with his dinner order, which is so classic NFL. That's I mean, awesome. you spend three years in college evaluating a guy, the whole combine process, all of that. And then you're like, oh, actually, he ordered a, a lobster dinner instead of a steak. So we should draft that guy. So, yeah, I mean, just classic. I don't with that being said, I don't think Bryce Young has would necessarily is a bust. I don't think he's a it's, well, first of all, it's way too early to call him a bust, but the. You just look at Stroud and you look at Young and... the bo- It's the body. It's the body. Yeah. Like, Bryce is simply too small. It's not his fault. He's a great quarterback at being a quarterback. He's just not the athlete. Oh, he's yeah. Like, he's, he's fantastic. The scrambling. You're nervous if he's scrambling. I, I don't know how he sees over the offensive line. Those guys are like 6'7", at tackle, and he's 5'8", and they're like... He has got to put on some mass. Like, yeah. he, he needs to get huge with the, in this offseason. I'm talking like... A lot of protein shakes. He's going to have horrible BMs, but <laughs> with what I would yeah. put him through. All right. Well, if, uh, if I'm going to evaluate Conrad's team here to get a little back on track here, uh, losing Richardson's tough because they're rushing. You hate to see that. HN was tough because he was cooking so good. Um, Debo, if Debo doesn't get hurt like that, he probably, Conrad might beat you. I mean, he's, he only scored one point, he only, he only lost by eight, so. Yeah. Chance. I, I do not like where Conrad's going with his running backs, but, you know, A-Chan being hurt helps that. I I never understood the Miles Sanders thing. I mean, call me crazy, but 
Um, whenever you have a running back, even if he's supposed to be like the clear target or not target snap leader in the backfield, yeah, that's just on a bad team with a bad O line. And he's also like not that great. Yeah, like one, he's got a bad O line, so he's not going to be able to get great carries. Two, he's on a really bad team that's going to be trailing all the time, so they're always going to be throwing it. So I know he's actually hurt right now, so that's it's irrelevant anyway. Chubb had a good game though. I just don't get it. Yeah, Chubb was fine. I mean, I don't know. I just I never understood Miles being like his his running back too, but you know then he left into A chain and now he's hurt. So that sucks. Yeah, um, you that, know, I mean that could kill you. That yeah, that's gonna be hard to. Come well, back. I I think in general like you hate to write anyone off this early, but uh, Conrad just the fact that he is one in five with the injuries. Yeah, a path to the playoffs seems tough, and I don't really know he's where you go more, from here. He's got three more weeks without A chain. A man who refuses to even be touched. Fantastic player. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Um, but now he's at a point where he has to start two Chicago Bears running backs. Yeah. It's yeah. it's bad. Yeah. But, um, you know, he does have the crown jewel in uh, DK Metcalf. So really, that is true. That is true. Really, I think he's got good wide receivers. I have nothing yeah. to get. He's got good talent. Yeah. I don't know. Kelsey's he, big. I... Th- you probably try and trade Kelsey for a running back. I think you but... have to trade Kelsey for, like, pieces. Because yeah. it, it's just the conundrum. Like, if your team can stay really healthy, you gotta centering go... your team around Kelsey can be a good idea. But if you're... I feel like you got to go get, like, not as good as a running back. Or not as good as a tight end than, than like, a running back. Yeah, I, I just... This is why I never... And, again, we didn't have the opportunity this week. Or this year, I mean, with the, the keeper situation. But... That's why I've never taken Kelsey um, early because I just hate. It's the, a big I, investment. I just it's hate the structure of my team that way, and I understand that he's a anomaly in the sport because he's the only guy at that position that's worth that kind of value, and and no other um, player is. So you just he has, you structure your team that way, but he I has just by can't. far the highest floor of any tight end over like the past. Yeah, four he's years. he's a stud. He's so, he, yeah. I love him because he's on the he's been so good for the Chiefs. But I just I can't structure my team that way. Yeah, so. I t- I totally agree. I think it's a good call. Because uh, the other part of it is you your trades are so weird because you have to you have to value him almost as a wide receiver one when you trade him away, but people aren't going to want to give you that value in return. So you almost can't trade him for what he's worth. So the fact that you've set yourself up this way, you've hurt your long-term goals too. So I totally agree. Um, Conrad is in a dangerous spot, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I think he does have Waffle House potential this year. By no fault of his own, except for, I don't know, the drafting players who got injured, but whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting from here on out. I'm I'm curious to see how he turns it around, but um, it is kind of funny. So I will, you know, take. My it's pick. just unusual. It is unusable. It's we're not used to seeing this. No, I I and selfishly, Conrad. Better him than me. I do hope you you get the sacco because I. It would be so fun. We need to keep Declan. Um, you know happy enough to still be in this league you know we can't be having him get discouraged with all these sacco losses Declan losing to you in the sacco would be like the worst be so thing that's tough ever, that'd be the worst thing that's ever happened to me yeah you know that and would be awful yeah that would be i would feel so close to just like something so funny 
<laughs> well, I don't even care about the punishment. I just, then, I just, we, we got to keep Declan's we morale. Can't, we up, can't have you know? Declan at having three in a row. Yeah, that would be a, a real tough and one. And he, he tries. Declan does his best. Um, and I think he can get there. I think he, I think he can make it out of the second. Yeah. Because we're about to do our new segment taken from PMT. Um, we're doing a little hot seat cool throne. Could include Declan Shea. Who knows? Um, Riley, who's your hot seat? Oh, I thought you were going first. I'll, get, I'll, I'll throw it to you. You're going to throw it to me? Yeah. I, I got mine if you want me to go. All right. Well, uh, well, my hot seat is pretty similar. My hot seat is Zach Telford. Um, Dawson called it. Dawson was on the pod, I don't know, was that last week or two weeks ago? And he said, uh, the telly special. Starting off unbelievably, stacking points early, big blowouts. And then just slowly fading into the abyss. Uh, you know, we, we've made the joke, Telly always has great teams, but has never won a playoff game. And Could be I, bad. I, I think he'll Could win a bad. playoff game because I love that Eckler and Hill stack. But uh, who knows? It's, it's certainly interesting. The momentum has certainly slowed yeah. from one Zachary Telford. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to see. He gave up his prized pony, Tony Pollard. Yeah, I think he. I think he can get there. He's a good dude. Um, his team's fantastic. So, Tyreek Kill is probably the best wide receiver in football right now. Um, Mike McDaniel's probably being the favorite for Coach of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a great team. My hot seat was originally going to be Telford. I kind of agree with you, um, but my hot seat is Adam Kistler. Oh, I think he has overperformed his roster and I think he's been very panicking uh recently um he has a horrible horrible team with a horrible floor I think we're gonna see this a lot going forward um you gotta hope for something I mean you probably trade Josh Allen in my opinion. Yeah. You probably try and trade him. Um, Adam, known for having great seasons. Um, we'll see. I think a win's a win. He's not in, what is he, 3-3? Three and 4-2? Three? Um, Adam is 3-3. Three and three, yes. Yeah, 3-3, three and three, not a bad place to be at all. Um, Riley, would you, we did this. Recently, would you rather have Conrad's team at one and five or Adam's team at three and three? Oh God, it's hard, right? Can I pick Frankie's team at two and four? You cannot pick Frankie's <laughs> team at two and four. You can pick my team at two. And four. Uh, no, I would never. Your team is trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think I would still take Adam's team because you can at three and three. I have something like the thing with Conrad that makes the one and five so devastating is he basically has to win like nine of the games. I don't know how many weeks or how many weeks we got left, like eight games left. He's got to win like six of them at, at minimum. So you just, you, you have no margin of error. Adam, you at least have some margin of error. Hopefully you can make some moves. I mean, the thing with Adam is, and uh, you know, I love my dog. He's always riding my picks. Trojans and who's just alliance. Speaking of, Diego Pavia just had the craziest. Well, yeah, Diego Pavia. That is insane. Bonus cool throne, Diego Pavia. Yeah. What, what a legend. But, um. Jerry Gillis. 
But uh, with, with Adam, he hasn't been using his fob enough, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you had to go get Jerome Ford. You know, I that think this, or... I think this team looks a lot different with Jerome Ford. I think Ford. there were some opportunities post-shove injury where he could have gone all out with the with the fob and uh, and did not. And I think now, it's something you have to do. He's out, and you know, even if he doesn't... There wasn't a great one this week besides maybe Jordan Mason, but that's only dependent on McCaffrey not playing. Um, whenever the next guy pops up, because inevitably someone else will get very injured... And there will be a guy who everyone wants to grab. Oh, if you're Adam, you have to you have to get him because yeah. you don't have the pieces to trade. Yeah, so that's, that's a my thing. Thought. That's a thing. You know, you can't always make trades if your team's just not that good. True. Um, yeah, I mean, you probably look to trade Josh Allen. Uh, do like Josh Allen and for like a mediocre quarterback, and then I don't know, like a skill position player, and mm-hmm. just try and get some depth. Yeah. Because he's going to be forced to start some not great players, um, and just kind of has been in general. Uh, yeah, but Adam, do not lose hope. The record's there. I definitely still believe in your team, and you as an owner. Um, and you as a gambler. Yeah, big, big gambling vibes. USC right? minus six and a half on Saturday. We ride, we ride. Um, let's do a little cool throne. Yeah, all right, so uh, so the obvious one, I, I think, is uh, is Wyco, so I'm not going to pick him. You can if you want. My cool throne is the Italian stallion, Mr. Anthony Kammerer. Two of the past three weeks, he has been the leading scorer of the week. That's huge. I know he, <laughs> he hasn't won all three. He's won two of the last three to bring him to three and three. Um, he, he's just right there in the mix of it all, you know? There's plenty of time for him to climb even higher in the standings. 100%. I like where his team is at a lot. and uh, It's not a bad team either. You know, it's, it's all about peaking at the right time. I think he's doing kind of the uh, reverse telly special here. He's getting hot. Cambo That's is, fast. if I'm not mistaken, a gold jacket member. He is. So he's got he that is. playoff experience. You know, he knows how to handle a locker room in January. So uh, I, I would look out for the Gabagools if I was you. Right, my cool throne is you. <laughs> it's you. I think your team is great. Um, I think Jamar Chase has made his present known as the 1A to Stefan Diggs 1B wide, diva wide receiver in this league. Listen, I love a diva wide receiver. <laughs> as, as Terrell Owens once said, I love me some me, baby. Yeah, um, um, I'm into it. I like your team a lot. Mahomes has... Funny enough, uh, I mean, great keeper pick has not been like. Mahomes is having his. If you look at, he's having his worst season as a starter. Oh yeah. Which is crazy because we're still five and one. Our defense is fantastic. Our defense is. Nasty. We run it a lot more, which this I'm is happy the best about. defense we've had in the Mahomes era. Oh, sure. easily, easily. These boys are playing fantastic. I love being a Chiefs fan right now. Oh, it's a great time. We're switching the the. I honestly blame the wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, we, like, lead the league in drops or something. The Ravens might have stolen it from us with that terrible Steelers game, but we yeah. were leading the league in drops, so. Yeah. That's yeah, not great. I agree. I agree. We're going we're gonna to see how uh, some key games play out. I'm excited to get some more, you know, divisional stuff coming up. Yeah, I think your team's great. Um, I'm into it. Jamar Chase, fantastic. Running backs are pretty good. Um, from what I remember, everything seems to be going your way. Sam Laporta, great pickup. Sam Laporta, I believe, was undrafted. 
I think he went. I think he went draft. I think it was like a fifty-fifty chance on if he went drafted or not. Yeah, if you know, it, like if he was, it was late because mm-hmm. I uh, I went into the draft going, I want Dalton Kincaid. I think he's going to be the stud rookie tight right. end, and I can get great value mm-hmm. on him. I told Jack that before the draft. Riley and I had an agreement that he wouldn't draft Jameer Gibbs and. I wouldn't draft Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, we did. Was, and was, uh, and I got Kincaid, I got my boy, and then it turns out I was him? wrong about which rookie tight end was going to be the stud. It was actually Sam Laporta, but somehow I got both of them. So. You forgot about Dawson Knox. We'll take it. I don't know. I just The Bills are weird, man. Yeah, Sam Laporta has been fantastic. Uh, great team. Um, I mean... Curious to see how it goes when the buys come around. I got two on buy this week. No Chase or mm-hmm. Thielen, who is... Thielen's fantastic. That's, those are two top ten receivers on the year, so that's tough. Yeah, but, you know, you can always win those weeks, you know? Well, I am playing the Hungry Dogs, so... Yeah. I think it's all... I think I think you're in a good spot. I, uh... I'm not mad about it at all. Um... Yeah. I, uh... I thought this was a fun segment. What, uh, you got any closing thoughts? Um, just that I think that, uh, this, this is really anyone's race. Um, I do too. I you think... know, obviously Joe is undefeated, which is, I think that's kind of the thing. Obviously there's a lot of time for things to happen. Joe could end up with six wins and, and he's what, six and eight. And that's mm-hmm. may not even make the playoffs. But assuming Joe continues to roll here. Um, I think that's kind of, he's on his own trajectory. He's getting the one seed, but then two through six, man, is completely up for grabs. You've got like a bunch of four and two teams, a bunch of three and three. Um, so it's, and even if you're two and four, you're still in it. Um, so it, it's going to be fun to see what happens here. I'm excited. A lot. I would say probably like 10 out of the 12, 11 out of the 12 teams are still very much in the race. Um, with Joe just kind of going off but like no one's completely out of it i would say besides like maybe conrad maybe declan it's still plenty of time I mean, yeah I think, exactly the i think they could still, still end up like if, if assuming that they went out which they won't because no one will but they could they still have potential to end up nine and if five you get 75 percent of your wins that's not yeah bad. they just you have to start rattling them off so yeah which is always possible um and you know i'm just i'm just kind of excited to See how everything goes. It'll be a fun rest of the year. This has been one of our more fun years in the pod era out of the two and one of the best years out of the fantasy football league in general, in my opinion. Yeah. Discord, great. Um, Rosark's great. One Up, fantastic. The Chugging's great. Pod is still rocking. I will say, I don't think there's been as many one-ups this year as there were last year. Maybe that's just because they haven't been accepted, but I feel like... Uh, I feel like a lot of the trades are so like low value that everyone's That's true. Like, there haven't been very many whatever. blockbusters. I feel like last year, though, almost every trade, I feel like, got one-upped at least once. And oh, yeah. Counter one-upped. And, uh, this year, it's been more civil, which is, uh, which is fine. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, I have one-upped a couple times. Yeah. One-upped twice. Those are the two... I've won up twice, did a normal trade once. Um. Uh, yeah, and uh, just a, a quick uh, plea for the commissioner to change a rule. Um, I think that you should be able to trade fob because I now have like negative fob. Oh, so, yeah, so, you, so I would like someone to trade me some fob, but I, I don't think I can. You definitely should be able to trade fob. Uh, I, I think that's think a fun thing. I, uh, I think it's fun. What also, before we leave y'all, 
Uh, if we ever switch to a dynasty league, we could trade picks. Mm, we're not switching to a dynasty league. Who knows? Who knows where we would be? Could be fun, Riley. Could be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, say goodbye, Conrad. I hope you had a fantastic, fantastic anniversary with Zoe. Do you think they wore their matching Miami Vice C jerseys to this date? I don't know, but Conrad was definitely wearing D Wade and. Definitely made Zoe wear <laughs> uh, yeah. Matching keep Alright. Ah, 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 ah.